Let's wake and bake with the boys Pull out some weed and get high Dude smoking on the bong While Scotty's talking way too long Got time to smoke one more Taking the message To the people now Keep smoking and growing And watching prohibition fall down Wake and bake, people. How you doing this morning, uh, this afternoon? I mean, it really just depends on when you tune in, right? And it, luckily, it's not back in the age where you had to absolutely watch it when it was on, or you're screwed. Yeah. So, <laughs> no yeah. other way. You're not. You're not recording it. You're not renting it. You're not going to see it later. You this is appointment television. <laughs> so now we're everywhere for you guys. Over. I hope you're enjoying the video show on YouTube. Appreciate you guys have been commenting. Even though, don't be calling me a cop, man. Somebody on there was like, dude's a cop. <laughs> you got called a cop. They were busting our balls because you were talking about how you had to dress the part. You're like, if you're going to be a grower, you need to dress the part. You know, no dreadlocks, no this or no that. And I'm just wearing a shirt that says, I wake and bake every morning. You know? <laughs> got tired of dressing the part. Oh, look, I dressed the part uh, today, man. I dressed like I was going to go get some, some health insurance today. Life insurance? I don't know. What kind of insurance do people buy? I don't know either. I haven't insurance shopped in a while. It's not very entertaining. But today we're going to talk about growing cannabis, a little bit of news, what's growing on. Yeah. Um, and, you know, what else can I tell you? I was out looking for some food trucks, Scotty. We did get a food truck, guys. Well, that guy sounds Shout legit, man. What's up? Q's, man? Q's Cuisine. Not cuisine with a C, but a Q. Soul food. <laughs> bunch of smoked meats we got some chicken wings a bunch of good sides if you guys just want to do snack or whatever but come hungry to the dgc cup when i was looking for that food truck i was over in front of uh, way to grow they have this you good i'm good i'm sorry i just oh i just heard a a, i smacked the mic man pardon me sir i'm learning how to be professional but not really anyways kicking in way to grow and i was like guys is that food truck out front pretty good it was a mexican food truck i'm like yeah it's actually really good he's here a lot so i went and it's like yeah maybe we'd like some uh top-notch mexican food for the event and as i tried to go talk to the guy in the food truck he didn't understand a word of english you know so that's probably a good sign sure didn't see any bullet holes in the food truck windows though that makes it a better sign Mm. i think but anyway all right regardless he's He's like, hold on, like no anglais. He's like, I'm, a, and I, he's, he got on his phone. I figured he's calling. He's like, I'm gonna call my brother, and then instead of giving me his phone, he's like, here's my brother. He gives me his his Bluetooth thing and his earpiece. Oh, I'm like, man. um, what do you do with that, man? What do you do with that? First off, I literally didn't know how to use it because I don't use those little. Right. But he's trying to tell me to like shove the deep earpiece Ew. thing. He, he uses. I don't know where yeah, your ears dude. been, dude. Anyway, so I kind of I acted like I was gonna kind of like I don't know I don't know how to use this thing and handed it back to him. I'm like, give me his number, and then I'm like, I'll call him on my phone. Thank you. Anyway, oh, that's that funny, the, uh, man. So you'll eat his food. You just won't stick his. Uh, well, his, that doesn't his, mean uh, he's uh, right. He's sticking his food in his ear. Um, no. But anyway, I thought okay. it was a little funny. Let's get in. Let's get into the show. I had to tell him a funny story. I'm gonna give it up. Uh, Args Green Solutions guys, yeah, uh, supporting the dude grows show. Uh, found out they kick it over on Instagram as well. Um, I need to be Instagramming more for you guys. What do you do? What do you say, Scotty? For like, if people are Instagrammers, do you say oh, hashtag DGC? Do we have it? What does that mean? I, you know, Remind I'm me? so bad at Instagram. I really am. <laughs> Guru, do you do it at all? I don't even have one. Yeah, I kind of trust that about you, man. <laughs> I gotta say, I trust that about you. So he's like an old soul over there, man. But um, well, go uh, ahead. 
Yeah, I think you can hashtag on. You definitely can hashtag on Instagram because I see most. If you guys are enjoying the their nudes, they've, they've they've supported the show. I've used their uh, their base A and Bs and all that jazz. You know, on Instagram, they do got some dope looking cannabis gardens. They are cannabis specific nutri- nutrient in the sense that's the market they're targeting. I know yep. you can use tomato nutrients to grow cannabis as well. But regardless, good support. Uh, go over there and say what's up. Say the DGC said what's up, and check it out in the vault. If you guys want some, we have our Green Solutions in the vault. For you yeah, guys. I seen we have the additives too. We've got the. I know we've got the two bases, the grow and the bloom, and then we've got the bulk the, and energy. Yep. Definitely got those. And then the one thing I do know about RX Green Solutions, the product that I've tested and I love is Life. Life is a, a quart. You can get a quart of this uh, cloning solution. It is awesome stuff, man. Super clean. You can put, we run it in any hydro clone or anything like that. And like it never happened. <laughs> yeah, like it never happened. I actually use it as my cloning gel, too, as opposed to just take, sticking them with a cloning gel. I just stick them right in the Life with a... Uh, uh, like just like a cap full of it, maybe or a half ounce of it or something. Even just when you're taking cuts, to that's what I mean. The the cup of water that you take your cuts into before you go to the Rockwell with them, just there have that go. water, so they're immediately going into that. I put them just in an. I took a shot glass, put about a cap full. I think it was about a half ounce in the shot glass, and then just stuck them right in there and let them just sit there for a few minutes, kind of the same way I do my cloning gel, and then just stuck them right into the. Uh, uh, right into the Rockwell cube after that, and it was like nothing ever happened. Yeah, it was that cool. Great. Hell yeah. Uh, and if you don't believe it, give them a holler too. Got great service. I called them. They didn't even know who, like, I was just calling to actually check with them on a few things, not saying it's, oh, it's dude grows. Dude got back to me, like, within two hours, called me back. Big help over the phone as well, which you should expect out of these companies. All right. Who Absolutely. you got, Scotty? Come on. Let's give it up to Dewey Mister. Hopefully I see Jeff this week. Uh, Jeff from Dewey Mister, which is, he just invented this really super simple cloner. Uh, is he coming out, do you know? Does he say he is? He should be. I, you know what? Everybody seems so. to, this is about the day everybody seems to uh, start calling, you know? So, so we'll have to see. But, uh, yeah, I was definitely talking to him, and uh seems like uh, it, it, he's got a really cool product. Sorry, I'm looking at something else. Guru, I think our camera's about to die. I think you should plug it in. Um, but he's got a cool cloner that requires – it uses air. It's driven by air instead of being driven by water. Most of these cloners have a really tiny orifice, and it pumps out uh, water, pressurizes it, and that's how the cloner works. Uh, for the Dewey Mister, he's using an air pump, and he's using a much bigger particle size, and it's just much less prone to clone man, or to a uh, clog rather so a really cool uh, just a, a cool way to build a better mousetrap i'll say cool stuff <laughs> do it mister dot <laughs> com every time you use that saying build a better mouse. do i, I use it too much man bit. no you just recently you know some people get stuck on things for right. a little bit every once in a while sure. it's like you know I, my wife will cycle through she'll say right too much like every right right Right, right. I'm like you just said, right, like twenty times in two minutes to you know, to like simmer down. Right, right, right. You can't right. use that too much, but it's all right. Just, just simmer down, Scotty. So, executive producer who's got apical meristem. Yes, and do not poke fun of that name, man. All right, I got this. I got an email from apical meristem, who's a really cool guy, and was just like, dude, what are you fucking with my name? I'm listening to. Uh, I guess he was asking for book recommendations back in one of the episodes, and. Uh, we're just messing with him and messing with his name. So I just wanted to put this out as a general disclaimer. Um, 
Dude, we fuck with everybody. We fuck with you just because we like you. You know, it's kind of done like, you know, the, the show is done like it's a bunch of friends hanging out. So if you're hanging out and, and asking questions on the show, we're just going to treat you like a friend and bust your balls. So hopefully no offense was made. But an apical Murray stem. Guru, what the hell is an apical Murray stem, man? It's the very top bud. All right. It, it's like the growing point. On, <laughs> see, it's the top. See, I just call myself the, the very top bud, man, you know? <laughs> uh, uh, good, no, good, but that's good. cool. And uh, yeah, hey, actually, I was emailing him a little bit, and he sent me this that I thought was really interesting. You know, we're always trying to learn who our audience is, and you know, we're try- trying to make sure that we we identify with them in the right way. As far as uh, I don't know, I'm not sitting here trying to. But just just listen to this really quick. He goes, I was thinking about an right, Estonia context last night. There is literally nobody in my life that I can talk to about growing. My wife thinks it's boring other than the steady supply of lettuce and peppers. My friends are just stoked for free weed, but don't care where it comes from. And the internet forums are still full of kids growing under their beds and sharing rumor as <laughs> fact. He goes, I even tried checking out traditional garden clubs in my area, but being in my late 30s rather than like 90 and not giving a fuck about roses made me basically a space (laughs) alien. It's really interesting. And I I love this guy, man. I'm so glad that this is what the DGC is. You know what I mean? You were both in our 30s, 40s. Um, So I think our audience skews a little bit older, you know, and I just kind of noticed I'm not interested in the same stuff that, uh, you know, a a lot of the stuff I see in the forums. So I'm interested in things like this. Here's what he continues. I'm running a bunch of A-B tests right now, scientific method. That's how we got out of the dark ages. Thank you very much, man. Uh, DIY wick systems. This has tripped me out. Cocoa, not cocoa husks. Now he's got cocoa spelled like the chocolate, you know? Yeah, cocoa. Like. (laughs) <laughs> I know that, that cocoa is made from co- cacao, which is a tropical tree. I've grown them before. Um, they're not very. There's not. I don't know what uh, you're gonna have to. You're going to have to elaborate on that, man. He says some weird foliar stuff, and he's largely motivated and motivated by knowing there's a world of other people out there learning in public, as you put it, which makes me feel a little bit less like a mad scientist and more like part of a community. Fuck yeah, yeah, but man. it's cool. It's cool to feel like a mad scientist too. I mean, that's pretty neat. Um, go. Yeah, mad, I'd say. I don't know. You don't want to seem... We're not crazy. A guy that's doing A-B testing isn't crazy. You know, that's a guy that's looking for answers, man. No, I agree. Yeah, very cool. uh, Yeah, definitely. We are glad to have you, brother. Yes, and that was all from Apical Merrick Stim, executive producer, Wake and Bake America, episode 395. Copyright. No, I'm just (laughs) So let's get into what's going on, man. You got this first thing here. How do you keep from going insane? Yes. On a, on a world of 200 daily notifications. Now, you know, the easiest answer is to control this or shut it off. But what do you got? I mean, I'm just asking, control. man. I'm really, I just, I want to, if I've missed things, I've been trying to keep up with this. Things have been steadily growing. And I'm one of those guys that just loves to give his phone number and his email out. And like I was hanging out a couple of nights ago. I can't remember. It was Friday night or something like that. And uh, just, I think I got like 11 or 12 texts from like four different conversations all about growing weed. Uh, you know, while I was like at a barbecue with my kid and my mother-in-law, my wife and stuff, and they were kind of giving, they were judging me and I was kind of feeling a little bit douchey myself, you know, like, 
you know, you got to turn it off a little bit. And so, I don't know, just those gurus sometimes will walk in and we're like, we'll check after the show. We put our phones on silent and then we'll go check and there'll be 60 emails or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and Pothead Assistant's been helping me out. Guru's been helping me out. Um, but just, I just don't want anyone to take offense. A lot, I treat everybody like they're my friends and I hate to shine my friends. There's a couple of people Yeah, who, you got to... It's it is it's rough for sure. Um, control like if my Instagram shits on, which I barely use, my phone's pinging twice as much. You can control all this, of course, is what I do. But then I kind of you know I can feel slightly bad. Uh, all you guys out there that have missed communications through the e- the old email I was using, which is dude grows at Gmail, I pretty much barely use that one anymore because I learned. I just it's it was causing stress, and then I'm like, dude, now I'm burning some friends, or yeah. Then you so, find somebody to take... spend an hour get, making you a beautiful email about how much you helped them or whatever, and you're like, oh, I can't believe I ignored that. Yeah, so it's, yeah. it's really not intentional. Please understand that as we're growing, this thing's growing awesome, and we're super, you know, I'm super happy with with the growth. We're trying to fit in, though, man. We're just trying tr- trying to make sure that. Uh, uh, that it doesn't outgrow us, if that makes any sense. Yeah, totally. Uh, I will jump back in there one day, but it's—I mean—it's just so unappealing when you have options. Like, oh, kind of should I clean my inbox or look outside right now? Oh my god, gotta go do stuff. Anyway, yeah, I mean, uh, a certain part is like I'm just about to get back into gardening. Heavy. I've been playing around with with building the dude grows and doing all this video stuff for a long time, but I'm about to get as soon as it, it's. Uh, uh, you know, growing season outside. I won't be getting my hands dirty all day, every day. As a matter of fact, I'll be at the uh, bamboo nursery in a couple of weeks, seeing what's going on there, man. Do- doing a couple of experiments down there, maybe. So, all day, every day, huh? Yeah, I don't know about yeah, yeah. All day, every day. Yeah, I think. About, how are we gonna How are we gonna do Wake and Bake America, bro? With man. my hands dirty, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is good. It's free. A dirt uh, under the fingernails. Very stress relieving and yeah, nice to be outside and to grow some stuff. Yeah. I gotta get my plan on. I know Guru's asking before the show, being in Colorado, when can you safely, you know, put out plants in the ground so you know we can't move them? That's like uh, I think Mother's Day is like the general rule of thumb here. Yeah, that's like, what I heard. Okay, and just take them out until you. And I mean, for me, I'm a container gardener, so until I get into like my whiskey barrel sizes. I can move them in and out if I need to and start to harden them off. But if a winter storm's coming, pop them in my garage for a little bit. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. God, I still got to come up with that plan. Who's got some recommendations, man? Comment on this episode for uh, I might try Colorado Outdoor Cut that you'd like that finishes uh, pretty well in time. Or maybe, you know what? I should go for the autoflower. Anybody grow some autoflowers outdoors in Colorado, I could go for some recommendations. Yeah. You can get a couple of those in a season, too, with autoflowers. Yeah. yeah, bring your seeds. If people are coming to DGC Cup, you know it should be. Oh, a, we got. We, we talking about it. We be talking about. Bit it. of a seed actually, swap, got... though, man. I'm I'm totally down with doing a seed swap. I'm actually going to ask some people to help me, uh, folks, to help me when they come out here. We're going to take a look at all my seeds and go into uh, figure what I'm going to what I'm going to grow this season. You know what what we're going to pop because I got some pretty special seeds I've been collecting for a few years. I've even got yes. some land race varieties from Potentonic <laughs> Steve, bro. Stay tuned. I believe on uh, tomorrow's episode, actually, there's a good conversation going on over at DudeGrows.com I found that I'll, I'll bring up on seeds and seed availability and the DGC Cup and seeds. Deal. There will be seeds. Deal. All right. So, hey, re- Just real up? quick, I want to tell you, I saw something interesting. You know how you talk about hashtags? I seen the hashtag. Actually, it wasn't even a hashtag. It was a piece of graffiti. 
and it was just graffitied on the side of a building or something like that. And it just said, stop making stupid people famous. <laughs> and I was like, I identify with that, man. I like who's, that. So give me an example. Like, who's a, who, who's a stupid famous person? Mm. Oh, the catch me outside. How about that girl? She's the that girl is personification a of yeah. it, man. I don't believe what that the she's hell a millionaire. Is that? YouTube Thank advertisements. God. She's a millionaire. What's catch me outside? Oh, so it was this like thirteen year old girl that was on <laughs> Doctor Phil. Just that play it, play it. <laughs> all, right, man. all right, I'll play. Here you go, dude. Here you go. Because you're too streetwise. Yup. And all these hoes laughing like so funny. She's talking about the audience that they're laughing at her. Did Did you say the the, the hoes are laughing. Yep. So the audience are a bunch of hoes. Yep. Catch me outside. How about that? Huh? Catch me outside. How about that? Catch you outside? What does that mean? What I just said. Catch her outside I means she'll go outside and do what she has to do. That's what she's talking about. Oh, yeah, this yeah, is okay, all, yeah. This is all, but don't you see that this is all mouth? This is mouth. Oh, so you want to take this outside? Because I think they can bring cameras outside. Really? Because I think I flipped you. You want to do it again? Danny, don't get all tough. Please don't. This is not the place hey, and this is not the time. Sit down. Sit down. All right, Danny. Sit down. Flip me now. What do you think, man? You want her living next door? She's a, a real, <laughs> <laughs> she's down. <laughs> Daddy's little monster. <laughs> gotcha, somebody, somebody gotcha. did a uh, somebody did a meme. Dude's fluffer. <laughs> and she was wearing a shirt that said "Daddy's little monster." Oh yeah, that is actually featured. That meme is featured on uh, on tomorrow's show with some other ones, I believe. So sit tight as well. Don't go to the future too often, Scott. I told you I wake up tomorrow today. So uh, what else we got going on here? You got some interesting stuff potentially about right. where we the farming bureau. Okay, so I'm I'm checking. I'm reading one of my books. wasn't listening to it. I was reading it. Okay, I can lie. All right, I was listening to it, and they start talking about this one. I literally put this book on when I want to go to sleep. It's called like a revolution down on the farm or something, and it's uh-huh. so I like I'll listen to it. I'll be like, oh my god, this is like. It's pretty boring, man. The guy's just, just, but it's interesting at the same time, man. Like he describes to you like what it was like growing up on his farm. And he's like, you know, in the 1920s, this was going on. And then in the 25, this happened. And then the new, and, but they start talking about back in the day before it went, you know, it, it's interesting because we're in a real infancy of our, uh, uh, of uh, cannabis as a crop, I'll say, if that makes any sense. So these guys are talking about how, like, back in the day, if too many people grew too much of the same shit, the price would fall, man, and it would just be worthless. It would be, wouldn't even be worth it. Like, they would talk about tobacco. Too many people grew the exact same tobacco, and there was just the market was flooded with it. It wasn't even worth it. It would cost more to bring it to market than you would get for it, just to transport. Yeah, costs. we're making so too much of something is against your own interest. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So like that, I never really understood. You still drive by, I'll drive by in LaBelle, Florida, you know, these farming towns and you'll see the Farm Bureau still has a building. And I'm like, what is the Farm Bureau? And I found out that they would actually go around and talk to, they had them in all different counties and those guys would talk to each other. And they had people that sat on these boards and it was really important to them to grow the right crops. And, uh, I just wonder how that works with cannabis, you know, if it just made me like scratch my head and be like, dude, I guess 
as much as it's such a fucked up thing to say, you know, the fact that prohibition has gone on and made cannabis so valuable has really given it a lot of attention. It's made people want to dedicate their lives to So you're thinking they might have crop rotation due to potential value declination <laughs> i'm saying that if every if pot, cannabis were just completely legal and everybody grew it it would be worthless it would be it would be you'd have you'd have to you you would uh devalue it big time and i mean no no you would devalue it, it to the great. point where it's worthless though is what i'm saying to where it'd be just like a couple bucks a pound so and Don't and then, you know have you ever heard the best things in life are free man I'm just, I'm just thinking That's the about point we got to get to with cannabis. <laughs> how prohibition really did affect it. I mean, you th- you have people talk about then they go, man, prohibition as far as for the the quality of the plant and what was done with the plant, prohibition really did drive that. You know, because if you grew that crazy purple strain, you got, uh, you know, you would get that. You know, you know, ninety six hundred dollars a pound up the East Coast, and that was. You know, you could just command your own price back in the day. So people were willing to dedicate crazy amounts of R&D and crazy amounts of money towards it. Yeah, but more, way more R&D and quicker advancements even are coming with the fall of Prohibition. I mean, it should only get, you know, potentially whatever you're looking for. You're saying more potent, more purple, more whatever. What happens when there's no more money in it, though? What happens when packs of seeds are ten bucks? They're not one hundred and fifty bucks anymore. They're ten bucks because everybody's be a place, doing man. it, man. You're not going to be there. The margins aren't there to do the R and D, though. You know what I mean? To say, hey, you know what, man? I'm going to spend you know thirty thousand dollars on on this uh, greenhouse, and we have a separate greenhouse to do this, and I'm going to spend money on these seeds, and I'm going to do you know what, whatever the R and D costs. Um, if you're getting ten dollars a packet instead of in, you know, instead of one hundred fifty dollars a packet, you got a lot less. You know, a lot, lot less money for R and D. I'm fine with that too. I think we've taken it far enough. If we were to stop all further research and advancements, other than the medical field, <laughs> dude's fine. Other than the medical field, we got enough. We got enough. We got strong enough cannabis. We got enough concentrates. We got. I haven't even tried half of the shit that's out there as far as cannabis goes. You know, we got enough strains. Sound like an old guy. So, dude. as far as potency we got, goes, we got to be getting near a plateau. Or how much like actual resin and THC a plant can pump out? It's all sound uh, old, I mean, man. I think we're just getting started. <laughs> yeah, I think we're no, just getting started. What do you want, man? Yeah, this is fifty percent. I mean, you see in the concentrates, we're getting that high percentages, and we're up from what twenty-one percent is what I remember. What uh, white rhino back in the nineties or the two thousand early two thousands to be, and we're way past that now, right? We're almost fifty percent past that. We're, yeah, we're sitting right around thirty percent. But getting past that, there's just that's so much oil to so, so little leaf. Right. When you start doing it, that like there, there's gonna be a point where like the plant can't possibly produce any more THC. Makes sense. Does make sense. All right. So dank nug, Mister Moho Resin. Did I say that right? Yeah. I always feel I want to go Mojo, man. I don't know why. Oh man, you gotta sing it, Mister Mojo. Jay Silent, Resin. Ricky. Jalapeno, Ricky. <laughs> Look so, at that lights, man. Hell yeah. Wow. Looks, this picture, so, man, this is almost one. And I don't know how well, you know, great. He looks like a good photographer where it's like a like a High Times magazine. Like a really good shot here. Beautiful. Good light on it. Um, beautiful 
orange hairs on there. It was just set off the bud like it's on fire, man. So pretty awesome. Uh, what's he got here? He says, grown under 600-watt Hortolux and Canacoco, veg bloom nutrients, recharge, and new millennium winter frost. Purchase seeds from southern Oregon Seeds. Very pleased with this strain. All right, man. Hell yeah. Looking forward to rolling this up. Let us know how it is, Mr. Resin. Yeah. That looks beautiful. Absolutely. Thousand dank nugs, I believe, to you, sir. Yes, Take sir. one over to the vault, you know, if you want to get into the vault and uh, check out some green sensations. If there's one thing you guys might want to try to add, if you're just, man, I haven't added anything in a while, green sensations from Playground is in the vault in a couple different sizes, I believe. Do we have that, man? One. I should grab one of those myself, man. I do believe in the green sensation. That's the Playground's kind of one and done additive. And, uh, yeah, from what Jaron tells me, that's a lot of love goes into that. Hell yeah. Great way to support the show and burn your nugs, guys. Burn your nugs in the vault. You earn your nugs even if just you're, part, you're on the site. You do a post. You create a meme, yep. um, et cetera. They all accumulate and burn them over in the vault at dudegrows.com, meaning yeah, get some dang idea, shit. idea behind that is that uh, it's a community, and you know the more content you create, man, the more, you know, the more we want to reward you. So you help us out by sharing your knowledge or asking questions, helping us create some good content on there, keeping it fresh. And, yeah, all the, all the goodies we get from the, uh, from, from the supporters, we're, we're glad to share. Absolutely. All right. So this next one is uh, – let's jump into a little bit of news here. Uh, it's, no, no, the title of this is Colorado to Ban Growing Pot for Others. So this isn't new news, Some of the, but what I found interesting here – and this is the, the rules that passed recently, the House, Senate – let me see. The bill that won final approver, approval in the Senate Monday uh, makes it a crime to go recreational pot for someone else that effectively effectively ends Colorado's marijuana co-ops. Um, so as well as caregiving, I believe, is in there, I think. Yeah, like, you, you yeah know, I mean, same to, thing. Yeah. So um, they said they have no estimate how many collective marijuana grows exist in Colorado, though they're anecdotally popular with pot users who share the cost of electricity, water, and fertilizer. It makes sense. We've talked about how, how co-ops make sense, right? Man. Yeah, but how about the What's knowledge? That? They just act yeah, like totally. if I give you electricity, water, and fertilizer, if you get enough money, you'll be fine. You know what I mean? No, there's a shitload of knowledge that goes along with uh, uh, with growing good quality cannabis safely, too. I mean, there's safety issues here. Somebody that doesn't know what they're doing, who has best intentions, can absolutely go say, oh, well, I went to the store and they told me that uh, I have powdery mildew and the guy gave me this Eagle 20. And it worked. It worked well, awesome, guys. Yeah. Best and intentions. The issue, puts, you could put different people. For Obviously, you have a, gr- a guy that's a great candidate that would love to help a collective just to be around the plants, but he lives in an apartment. So, And then you got the, the guy that has a collective or co-op that has the two acres, and he's actually zoned in, not bothering anybody, and everything's good. Uh-oh. Now, I understand we say the bad apples are the ones that have – uh, you know, I don't I hate to call people bad apples for growing cannabis or just <laughs> shipping it around so other people can enjoy it. But as law enforcement and the government's looking at it, it's like too many people are growing a bunch and shipping out of state, et cetera, taking advantage of these collective grow opportunities. Yeah, so, which, it's true. It's true. I mean, it, when you have cannabis uh, just completely legal and you're allowed to grow it and allowed to possess it in one state, and then you can just get in the car and drive to another state with an invisible border. And boom, the price of that doubled. 
Or quadrupled. <laughs> quadrupled. Yeah. I mean, every time I talk about wax and but, I ask if there's wax in Florida or wax wherever, always get comments back. Yes, the wax is everywhere. You know, good quality shatter and these pens are everywhere. Cause, of course. The thing with wax, I mean, how it, it went, people are so excited as far as people that take advantage of shipping to black markets. When you think about shipping concentrates, everything just got a lot dude, better for those people dad, when that man. happened. So <laughs> the end of the story, though, man, one thing I wanted to comment on was is the bill, which I didn't know this part, also sets aside some $6 million a year in marijuana tax money to give law enforcement more money to investigate illegal pot growing operations. So you, you see this grip dude? Of cash, right? You see this dab right here, man? You talk about people shipping shit. All right. Enough, enough shipping stuff to the, you know, to, to Scotty real. All right, man. I mean, I could make a coffee table out of this thing. I think we're going to make a coffee table out of this and then just pick off it all cup long, man. Deal? Uh, <laughs> deal. So, uh, I found anyway, that in my garage. That's, Looked that's like the perfect tell prop. Be, be, uh, oh, yeah, and I forgot to say, I had the, our, my, our attorney just texted us, and he's like, dude, Grove Show does not condone shipping illegal concentrates anywhere, especially... With the United States Postal Service, that is a federal crime, I believe. What's condone mean again? We don't condone, or we, we don't. Do, wait, don't we know. do condone, or hang on, I'm confused. You shouldn't get caught doing that, though, man. <laughs> okay, so uh, I uh, it's my like pre warning to you growers, of course. That usually, when something like this happens, a bill passes and everything sits silent for a while, and then we 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 saw one string of bust recently, but I think it's going to keep happening. Um, I think we'll see some bigger ones in the news. Sometimes like they take down the 25 grows in a row and we get to see, you know, air cooled hoods in the lawn, all dented up and shit and all that crap. But be careful, man. If you are moving forward with whatever you're doing, shout out to can fan, get that stink taken care of. It's like the number one reason across the board why growers get busted. It's also kind of rude. If you're going to be a grower, um, it's nice and it's considerate. If you don't stink up the neighborhood, if your neighbors really do never have a problem with you, um, they kind of got no gripes. Totally. Yeah, a lot of times people just want to see somebody show up and take care of the house and the neighborhood. If If you don't give them any reason to dislike you, they don't. You know, I've had plenty of times where I've gotten along just great with the neighbors, man. Anyway, you still there, Breaker? Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking about oh, it. I thought man. I heard you fade out. No, no worries. You know, stinking up. You ended really quick. I'm not used to just I'm, ending really quick. I'm thinking like about that, all man. the neighbors. <laughs> One in particular was very disappointed, man. Very disappointed yes. the way it all worked out. <laughs> hey, what, so, can do, uh, what can you do? Yes, keep it real. Don't get busted. No fun. I know. Yeah. Yeah, it'll break your neighbor's heart, man. He was such a what good kind kid, of news you man. Got, man. I don't, still don't believe it. Huh? I don't know. I'm just reminiscing. Break into your news is what I'm telling you. Stop, oh. stop your reminisce. Did you just smoke more too much? What's I, up? I did a little bit, man. We're just hanging out. I, I think the uh, for the for the uh, smoke and stuff like that, the bong doesn't really do good for the green screen. So I try to use the uh, vaporizer, but it just gets me way too high, man. Then it's hard to show up at work, you know. Okay, man, so I found this one from the Marijuana Times, and it was kind of interesting. It's just kind of talking, you know how there's that total gray area about flying with weed? You know? It does- oh, really? I didn't, I thought it was pretty black, like pretty clear. 
Charcoal is white. a color of gray, man. All right. Color and gray. What's gray about it? What What'd you find? Well, they're saying first off, they technically speaking, it's you know, completely. You no, know, you can't fly with anything. Well, Federal airspace, but dude. they're there for your security, man. All right, they're not there. They're, they're not the DEA, man. So uh, it was just kind of yeah, interesting. The feds own the air. They own the air. Well, they did something. Air. I think they fucked up. I couldn't find the the original article, but I think they fucked up and. Uh, and, like, it says TSA accidentally says you can fly with medical marijuana. Now, I was reading this whole article. I, I didn't see where they actually said that. But um, it said on Wednesday morning, blah, blah, blah. Uh, every, this is an hour. It was like an hour this week. It appeared that medical marijuana was finally something you were allowed to bring when you were to travel by air. On Wednesday morning, um, this reporter from the Mass Roots right away in, uh, informed everyone that the TSA website now said that medical marijuana was allowed as a carry-on and in their checked luggage, but unfortunately, that change didn't stick around for long. Awesome. As, T- as TSA received word from Leafly and other news sources who were looking to confirm this change in policy. Wait, does that so mean that that guy, that guy I knew for, back in the day that uh, just hopped on a plane with 30 pounds and just hoped for the best and got caught? Um, does he get out of jail now? You know, interesting. It's cool, if man. If you caught that before they retracted it, you could have that as a criminal defense and be like, man, all I know is I screenshot that real quick and be like, I never turned my internet back on after that. And that's how I just proceeded to uh, do all my traveling yeah. off of that announcement. That's just 30 <laughs> pounds of medical marijuana right there. It's allowed now. Uh, hey, you made at the least rules. we said, like, in, if you're going out of a medical state, I don't know about the other ones, but in Denver, you know, even if you're not a medical patient, you're a rec patient, and they find some cannabis on you within reasonable, like an ounce or less within they the state law. You can just throw it out, or you can give it to somebody else. You usually don't have time. It's a time thing because when you're in your security line, you don't usually have time to be like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go walk around and find a homie to give this to, which would be nice, but you just got to throw it out. Plenty of people forget, man. You'd be surprised. Like I've said before on the show, you know, my wife, um, when she was uh, a, she is at the airport, uh, the Denver airport location of a rental car agency that uh, she managed. And they find more shit in those cars being returned because, you know, people overbuy here. They go, we're in Colorado. Yeah, yeah man. That's so <laughs> true. All kinds of shit. And the last thing they can do is when they return in their rental car, dude, those people clean out the rental cars get hooked up. Yep. So Yeah, I was thinking about I that. Try, I should get a job for a little bit, see how much I can score. Yeah, I w- when I was in Jamaica, my wife was like, dude, you can't just leave all that beautiful weed, man. You know, so I was like, oh, my God, I'm exhausted. You know, I've been smoking for days, but... <laughs> Yeah, she almost made me smoke all of it. Left a yeah. little as, t- as a tip, you know. Interesting error in the database, too. So yeah, I like that I they called better. it an error in the database of what can I bring. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like somebody like was getting fired that day, and they're like, yeah, before I leave, let me put this in the new rules. That's funny, man. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I'll get it. So... Let's, uh, hey, you know what, though? We should shout out to Source Vapes because uh, traveling with cannabis is kind of difficult. And, you know, if you need it medically and you're going someplace, well, so you're going to another medical state, let's just say, wink, wink. Um, using a Source Vapes is really cool, man, because you can put a decent amount in there. I want to say the, well, the XL is a little bit high profile, but people use those kind of things anyway. I've walked through with an XL. I've walked through with a Signature. And uh, especially like the small Signature ones. Uh, they just look like it's a nicotine pen or something. You know, it doesn't not look like a nicotine pen, and they just don't bust your balls for it, man. They usually let you walk right through. I'll actually, you know, 
just keep it in my backpack. Let them X-ray the backpack, and no worries. Aren't aren't they? Are, did they send some? Are they gonna have stuff here in time? I should ask for for the DDC Cup. Uh you know, I think there should be. Yeah, there's not. There ain't no. There ain't no source babes for the DGC Cup. I don't know, man. Right, I'm gonna get on it, man. They usually send them to uh, my old place, which is Guru's place. So we'll, we'll check it out. There's, right they're on. definitely supposed there, to offer some cool stuff over there. Uh, 420 sale going on right now. They got the source nails 40% off. It says hurry ends Monday. I don't know what day it really is, but regardless, uh, check it out. They got some 420 sales. Try and use coupon code DUDE at checkout for further, deeper discounts. And appreciate it, man. Enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so recharge it up, man. Yeah, this is kind of interesting. I man, I I don't <laughs> don't know the answer to this question really. Someone was talking talking about uh, recharge being knocked out of solution with liquid bone meal. Knocked out of solution? Yeah, and it didn't make any sense. It's not it's not the case actually. When I was this is from Doctor Dank, and as as we were, it's a, here you go. I'll start it. Hey guys, just a little curious if recharge can be knocked out of solution. The reason I ask is I fed my plants last night the following mix in this order: liquid karma, Cali magic, nectar for the gods, bone meal. Oh, something's ringing, and recharge. Uh, this is the first time I'm using this liquid bone meal mixed with other nutrients, and it did have a strange cloudy look to it, uh, but it was not obviously separated until I was done watering, and there was an inch at the bottom of the bucket. It looked like the recharge, but I'm not sure. Does anybody have any experience with this happening? Um, so a- anyway, yeah, you know, that's now the recharge wouldn't be knocked out of solution. I think that's the bone meal and that's not going into the solution. Inch. An inch of it at the bottom of a bucket yeah, is a lot. Yeah, it's yeah, a lot. That, that would be the bone meal, man, I would think. And I guess it's just staining, getting being stained by something. But how can it not kelp? Uh, no, no. In, in the, the, I mean, the recharge isn't complete. It's not like a salt. It just completely dissolves in yeah. the liquid. It breaks down to a certain micron. Um, What's 200 micron? Here we go. Look, I'm looking at the. Yeah, it it definitely does. It's clear as a 300 micron filter. But uh, Doctor Dank says, well, after talking to someone who uses the entire Nectar for the Gods line, he says that you have to constantly stir while watering because it's it wants to separate. It looks strange though. Uh, Man, yeah, recharge is pretty dang soluble. Oh, but it's completely still, soluble. But what it is that you, bone? No, meal, I don't agree it? completely. Completely soluble to me, and just could just be a difference of definition. Sure. You're going to put something in solution, you know, and I guess to first to say something soluble, it has to be a powder. has to be able to pass um, through a just... filter. has to be able to pass through a screen. So the solubility okay. is, is, is by micron. So I'll have a 50 micron screen, a 200 micron so screen. and Different degrees of solubility yeah. depending on what size micron screen it can pass yeah. through. Yeah, and in solution. For your tank spray. Um, anyway, I thought we were talking accurate. <laughs> but the I guess we are. I mix. I just want to point out, like, if I'm mixing two big old or three tablespoons to my four gallons of solution on a recharged up day for my garden uh-huh. when I'm using recharge only, uh-huh. I stir that shit up pretty damn good sure. with a you know just a stick of bamboo. Um, it will uh, not all of it by any means, but you get a little bit of the settling out on the bottom. It might be the heavier molasses or whatever. If you don't keep on it, you don't have to stir it constantly, right. but I always say, man, if you're before you're watering it in, um, stir it, it up. Stir it up with any organic right. mixed stuff, man. It just you know, and I'm, I don't know if 
I'm sure the the bacteria and a lot of the goodness in recharge are still all in solution, but some little bit of it does want to settle out more than others. It's not much; it's right. very minimal, and it's real sticky on the bottom of your container too. Sure. Um, well, you think whatever, about like sugar sticky and bacteria lemonade. you talk about when you're making sh- when you're putting sugar in lemonade. You know what I'm saying? And cold yeah, water. Yeah. Um, you can, now we're talking sugar in the raw. We talking Domino's You can put a little bit of sugar in there, and it and it, it dissolves. But the more sugar you put in there, it reaches a saturation point. So if you're putting a bunch of recharge in there, you're talking a few spoonfuls, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it make it's harder to dissolve a few spoonfuls than it is the what is it a teaspoon? Yeah. You know. So. True that. True that. Well. Anyway, I think uh, we have solved the recharge it up. Yeah, I, I think it's that nectar. For, I would watch out for that nectar for the god stuff. I, or I think it's. I think you just have to really keep that uh, moving. Have a stir pump in your mm-hmm. reservoir or something. Yeah, yeah. I think you definitely need to keep that moving. How is bone meal and liquid break, anyhow, man? man? Does that surprise me that it goes out of solution? No, man. It's a fucking bones. <laughs> you know. Since- since you're the meme manager, Scotty, are we say we're rolling out to some memes for a break, or what's what's the plan for today's show? We got to take a break here. I come on back with some new grow song. Talk. Yeah, yeah, we'll play me and Eli. We're playing around. This is actually was uh, Fish Ganja guy sent me this song, so it's co-written by Fish Ganja guy. Man, he's I didn't know he's an Oingo Boingo fan, but uh, here you go, man. <laughs> what? Yeah, you see, man, I had to endure some of the '80s, man. You know, Oingo Boingo. Yeah. Interesting kind of party band from back in the, back in the day. You heard this song. I'm sure, right. I'm sure you heard Enjoy. this song. Enjoy. Check it all out at DudeGrows.com. Right. Joints all rolled up and ready to go. Crew gonna party in the heart of Denver. Just got my babysitter paid up right. Cause I'm gonna be high for more than one night I just mailed my ganja To someone I don't know I'm gonna win the best in show Cause my blood glows It's a Duke Gross party You're gonna smoke some more Everybody's blazing Just bring your best and bring some more You can't find this shit at the store Come on in If you're DJC The best medicine Is gonna win Come on in If you're DJC The best medicine Is gonna win Invitation to arrive Hey, check it out Scotty's way too high I just mailed my ganja To someone I don't know I'm gonna win the best in show Cause my blood glows It's a Duke gross party You're gonna smoke some more Everybody's blazing Just bring your best and bring some more You can't find this shit at the store Come on in If you're DGC
All right, coming back with the Grove Talk. There you go. That's a pretty good song. That's pretty good, pretty good parody, if you will. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Boingo, boingo. So, I will tell you that we are going to talk about soil cocoa. All right, I didn't fully get this one. Maybe you did. Let me let me narrate this Grove Talk, guys. Get your Grove Talk in. Uh, we'll be back. Now we've covered actually a bit of Grove Talk, but uh, get more in after the cup here. Coming up, we'll be focused fully again on the show. Not that we're doing a bad job here, but uh, dudegrows.com. If you're just logged in, you can submit any Grow Talk questions. We try to get as many as we can on the show, and uh, that's how it's done. So this is Lord Blueberry. And asking about, I says, so I have some small plants in 20-ounce pots. What's a 20? I always trouble the ounce pots. Is that like a one-gal? Not even. Tw- no. No, 128? That's, that's like it- a solo cup. Yeah. 20 ounce would be like okay. a solo cup. Yeah, that's like a half of a beer for you, dude. Says I decided, there we go, equate pot sizes to beer yeah. consumption. If they serve you a 20 just, ounce beer, you give them that look, you know? Yes. There must be two. Good look. I decided to run a hempy bucket along with my normal soil grow to try something new. I'm wondering if there's a good technique for rinsing the roots with minimal stress to make the transfer to the hempy bucket. He says, I'm using perlite in the bottom two inches and cocoa. For the rest of the hempies, your typical hempy setup. Sure. Um, so it sounds like he says the plants are well established with a couple sets of leaves. He's just wanting to transfer. I don't know uh, if I'd wash you know, them, man. A root. I think you're going to stress the fuck out of him if you try to. What is he trying to get the peat you know, off? Why would you need to? I think he'd be trying to get the peat off, but you don't need to do that at all because 20 ounces is such a small container. No. Yeah. Uh-uh. You just plant that thing right in the cocoa. I, w- I wouldn't stress it out by washing it. If for other situations you do need to, I've had to go before where I actually scored some. Uh, Decently rooted clones, like in two-inch, small two-inch pots, and we were going into a deep-water culture situation. So I did have to do it. Sure. Like you said, those did not like it at all. Maestro was chiming in if you have to do this. The least stressful way is to do a complete dunk in water, right? Like get a five-gallon bucket or yeah. something and let it saturate and hopefully get the dirt to, like, fall off. If you try like, physically have to start removing dirt from the roots, you're breaking roots for sure, man. Yeah, it sounds you're wrecking stressful. your rhizosphere, bro. I think it'll all, as those roots grow, if you're just talking a little solo cup, put it in that, what is it, a five-gallon hempy it's going into? It's not going to affect so. it. I mean, the wicking comes from, no. you know, the, you know, the wicking comes from the bottom up. It's not, it's not like that 20 ounces is going to screw everything up. So. Word. All right. Thanks, Lord Blueberry. Let's go on with uh, companions. Oh, companion planting with autoflowers. Uh-oh. Guru, get what? ready, man. I don't know shit about this. <laughs> stuck in stuck into stuck into closets. Says I'm growing five autoflower white widows from Crop King seeds. Come on, man. It's 2017. <laughs> time to get out of the closet, man, you know? <laughs> it's my first time doing autoflower. I use General Hydro Geo Box. That's their general organics, like all all their newts in one little box thing. Cool. I was thinking of putting chili peppers in the same pot as the white widow. I read that peppers help roots interesting i have also some mint to put in my tent to repel bugs nice because i plan on scrogging two by four by six tent pretty chill small area um he's got a four bulb t5 50 50 split in the spectrum man two veg lights two bloom lights three gallon buckets cocoa worm good temps um so yeah i I have some ideas in this guru i think you found a link with a bunch of companion oh yeah planting a pretty cool what is this that you, uh, you, you from, found uh, North County Bound? North County Bound, and they just have a list of all the different types of uh, companion plants you can use for different things. Like they have ones that deter pests or ones that attract 
predators for those pests. Sure. And then um, ones that like you can keep in the grow room that will be indicators if you have any type of infection. So you'll see it there first because it's like the preferred uh, species of infection for a pest. So you you sit, you'll see it there and then know that you should probably start a preventative treatment. And where's that at in the notes? Mm-hmm. All right, deal, man. I'll yeah, look, interesting. Check that it's out. NorthCountyBounty.com, and I'm sitting here. I don't know anything about these guys, but they have a product called Pro Growers Agroponic Blend. It looks like they probably make some blends for uh, growers. Probably where these growers are located is in North County. That's what I'm thinking. Daily. He's saying like to deter pests, you could have chrysanthemum flowers in there, aromatic uh, herbs like basil release insect impellent. There are repellents into their foliage. Uh, slugs hate basil, fennel, rosemary, and mint. Coriander repels aphids and spider mites. Um, and cosmary helps repel moss. It's all just Here's the problem, things. man. Like I've said, you got cool pepper. Stuff. I'm not planting a pepper plant in my cannabis plant necessarily. I mean, in the same container, different growth habits. One's shading out the other. Not necessarily. Probably the cannabis plants can be the one shading out the pepper plant. Or as far as um, peppers and cannabis go, you wouldn't want to do that just because they have pretty competing root zones with each other like the main thing with compa- picking companion plants is that if they're going to be in the same container they have non-competing root zones where they're not competing with each other for space and what's that mean will they go deeper some of them go deeper some-, some of them go deeper some of them just cover uh have roots in the top two inches of right soil and interesting i mean if you're having fun with um if you have the space if you have a five by five tent and you're like okay on this half of the tent my four or my three five gallon plants or even two is enough for me. I found out this is my this is I don't need this whole tent for my supply and you right. you want to dabble around with doing some shit on the other side of the tent. Most of the time, people spending money on this equipment, this electricity, growing indoors, every damn lumen's going to my cannabis leaves. Uh, and I'm not saying it wouldn't work the other way, but when you're talking about like herbs or mint or whatever, it's tough. You have to set aside so a little bit of canopy area. I mean, the whole floor of tents are gross. I can't grow anything really on the under my canopy. It's all shaded to shit. You know, like my room's full on. I don't have room to grow anything else. Nor you can't grow I'm anything down full outside. Sun. No, but it's real. I mean, I could grow sure, like a really some type of real shade thing. Sure, like it's eighty percent shaded. But regardless, I'm down, especially outside. Um, and. uh Give it a go. I'm, who's to say? He's got a, a four-foot-long bulb. Maybe the last quarter of it's for him to mess around with these other plants. Right. But I do have a pepper plant right now downstairs. I need to take more videos. Got a good pepper plant. Yeah, peppers y- are cool. Yolero. Got peppers are cool because you can pick off it for a long time and enjoy it. And what do you need? A little. If you got a hot pepper, you pick one hot pepper off there and you cut it up. You put it in your food, and you're enjoying your garden. Yes, sir. That's what you do with them. Yeah. Anyway. I'll take some more. I'm just actually about to get going. You know, it's the time of the year. But hold on. We've got to talk about what's going on in the growth. So I'll just mention it there real quick. We're about to exit the grow talk. Um, give a shout out to Way to Grow. I got a, a, two quick things to talk about what I've got going on in my grow. Uh, way to Grow. Everything's, I was about to say, everything's on sale and just really mess up their world. People be coming in. <laughs> Dude said everything's on sale. <laughs> like, no, not really. The trays are, though, four by eights, four by fours, three by sixes. If you guys need any of those plastic trays uh hydroponic grower or not they're great for having a clean grow room and not worrying about flooding sure is. you just have your runoff go into those put them on a little slant get your shop back at one end or whatever if you're a lucky dog you got a drain somewhere in the floor uh as well as 12 dollars ocean forest all day long all day i'm not that's what they're saying all day i'm just gonna say 12 dollars ocean forest all day 
All right. So all night long, mama. $500. Do we decide officially the $500 way to grow gift certificate? Is that for first place flower? First place overall. Know? So whoever's got the most votes overall, you're going to have, what, coffee cans in front and, you know, whatever be, you know. Well, what do you mean overall? There's only one, I mean, so if, like, that would a be flower first place gets flower. The, if a flower uh, entry gets the most t- tokens for it, right. it'll, it'll win the shopping spree. Yeah. If a concentrate one gets the most total tokens for it, they'll win. That's what overall yeah, so the the most overall votes. So uh, that makes sense, doesn't it? I think the only distinguishing factor is flower or concentrate. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess that makes sense. All right. Are you thinking hard right now? No, no I've already <laughs> thought about it. I've, I'm done thinking, man. We're, we're trying our best. It's not like I'm a professional promoter with this kind of stuff, man. So I'm just we're trying to have a good time. We do want it to be All legit right, we'll and authentic. bring it real quick, man. We've got another minute to show the cup here uh-huh. is in uh, this weekend. We were talking real quick. Um, we should hit it. Uh, as far as entering for the cup, flower entries, competitors, uh, people have been you know, a little bit asking, hey, can I compete? I want to bring in another strain, man. Can I have two strains or what's fair with this? Or if I want to do four strains, do I pay four? And nobody's saying they're doing four strains. But do I pay entry fees for every one? Or I was like, I don't know, man. This is all in Scotty's mind, I think. He has some ideas. I just don't see what it hurts, man. I don't see what it hurts. We don't have, we've given everybody tons of opportunity to sign up. Um, and there's plenty of people that are just showing up and, and bringing their stuff. But I don't have 50 people that have, reser- that have already uh, reserved a spot. You know what I mean? I've got you know, more like 20 and more like... 20, 25 more, or I say 15, 20 more than I know of that are showing up and, and, and bringing their stuff to compete. But if you didn't sign up and get a competitor's pass, then, you know, that, that's kind of what I'm basing it on. If there was 50 competitor's passes already sold already, then I'd be like, all right, cool. Then it's done, you know. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I just think we have room, and I really do. I've got a, where's the tag? The tag has 50. 50 spots on it, man. I want to be able to, to take a whole punch and punch through all 50 of those. I hope somebody goes to the back of the line as soon as they, uh, as soon as they take a bong hit or as soon as they get their, their one packed, go to the back of the line, smoke it, and, uh, yeah, I heard there's people that are going to do that, right? Six minutes later, take I just think that there's guys... smoking 50 bong oh. hits. Dude, I've hung out with Jay Maestro and Jared Token. If they smoke 50 hits in five hours, that's like – that's that's like so them, another day that, at the office. That's them taking it easy, man. Okay. So then, uh, basically, just do it. I don't know. What do you think? Then, I mean, if you're already registered and you're a competitor, we're still. You still need to pay to compete. I think, I think if you that's pay your what 50 you should do. Compete, I think you charge. Then people. you can after that fact. I think if you want to enter more, you can. I think you charge people, and that's how you you value it. If you want to spend another fifty bucks to enter something, if you think that you are going to win prizes and you're going to make the competition better by you know step up the competition by uh entering your you know your strain and you think you know hey the pound house guys had three really good strains uh kdk had two really good strains that she entered last year and i was glad they did so yeah i, I i'm encouraging it i think it's cool i think more okay. weed the better so if you've uh entered one strain you're welcome to end, enter another or re- regardless you need to pay your 50 to enter a strain but after the fact you, you can enter more if you'd like without more additional fees if you will, uh, no. Each strain is fifty bucks, man. That's how you keep. Okay, that's how you okay. keep the value okay, cool. on it, man. 
You know, no, I, mean? I got you. I'm following you. Yeah. I just wanted to clarify because I wasn't positive and yep. uh, hit it. I like it. Like you said, we do need the more cannabis there, and it's not like we're not throwing up a whole bunch of dope shit and a really good time. And we got to get these tips to the bud tenders too. They're going to be working tonight. I mean, we got the, the what are we going to call it, man? We like have to document the since our wives are in charge back there, the real wives of what? <laughs> oh no! What, what would you say after that of the dude gross show of the DGC? I, I don't know, man. My wife will probably hide, man. Uh, anyway, all right. Thanks for clarifying, guys. So we got it. Um, you know, enter more strains if you want or more concentrates. What we'll do here, basically show up at the event if you're a competitor. Some of you are already registered. The ones that aren't, you just show up at the event. Of course, you need to be on the list. Even if you have a general admission ticket and you're like, look, I decided I'm going to compete. You got to go back to the bud tender area and hopefully all you guys will be there by six at the latest. More like 530 would help us almost. Um, to start getting the flower registered, you guys got to sign one little form that's a disclaimer and get everything in the jars and all set up. So, and if you're just paying cash to compete with your flower, uh, look for at the event. Yes, look, no, just come on back to the bud tender. Come on back to the bud tender area. You'll see it back in the kitchen and whatnot, and we'll get you all registered. Yes. Um, but like I said, you can't just show up unless you have some sort of ticket or already on the list. So, DGC Cup at Gmail, guys. Let me know what's up. And uh, we hammered it out this week. It's looking to wind out to be, uh, man, fun as hell. I'm excited. Yeah, it really has shaped up. I'm super psyched about the, about the uh, what do they call that, man? The turnout, man. I don't know what you call it. Just uh, the response. That's what I was looking for, the response. We needed a cannabis event. I mean, I was kind of, I like that. I went to that San Bernardino Cannabis Cup last year. I went to the uh, Denver one a couple years ago. Those were really fun events when they were wide fucking open. And I guess what you got to do now is just have a private party to be able to do something like that. So let's do it, dude. Well, I will think I will just, I feel like I've done a show. I'll save, I'll tell you what I'm doing on my grow tomorrow um and keep you guys updated there and otherwise man i'm gonna get back to work here got some calls to make make sure everything we got to go get some uh make sure our to-do lists are down <laughs> and that you know no finger pointing at this event and no stereotype stoner stuff you know even though something's gonna happen but anyway yeah man i told you i forgot them <laughs> oh. oh i love it well it gets creative man we went to some uh Canagro expo it was Scotty forgot the banners for the travel trailer. Yes. But to no worries, we just cut up a DGC shirt and it looked dope <laughs> right on the back, man. You got to improvise. <laughs> anyway, all right, let's get out of here. Put it in a bag. Hope to see everybody that can make it out this year to the DGC Cup. Uh, get it on over there. And what I got? You got anything else, Scotty? Uh, Stay high. That's it, man. That's it, man. Good show, dude. Right. Good hanging out. And let's shout out to some of the uh, content creators and folks that make it all happen. What do you say? I will get there. Here, who we got? Who we got? Go ahead. Pick it on. Dr. J? Yeah. Dr. J had some memes. Dean R. That has the same motorcycle as me. He's going to start riding again. <laughs> uh, Don Knight, Jeff Chef. What's up? All right. Hope to see you guys at the DZC Cup. Don Knight, you should compete, man. Beautiful, beautiful. Bud Road 25 and Tito 111. Well, Tito. Tito. <laughs> We got right Spouse Healer. Spouse Healer. Whoa. Wells Crows. I don't know, man. <laughs> Wells Rouse, man. Wells Rouse. Canopy oh, King. I like that Canopy King. And Straight Nugs. What's up, man? Haven't heard yeah. of you in a bit. Straight Nugs. I'm talking to Straight Nugs. Oh, man, yeah. feel better, brother. He's got to feel better. He's going to have himself a flu, man. Oh, right on, right on. Got Weedasaurus uh, Members, Rex. man. 
got G Funk 420. Come on, man. How about it? Civil Ganjanier. Civil Ganjanier. <laughs> crazy, crazy 420. Crazy 420. Yeah, Bud McLovin. I was thinking of Bud McLovin lately. I hope you're doing all, all good over there in Germany, brother. Alemania. Du Haas. Du Haas. <laughs> all right. We're out. Take it easy, guys. Take her easy, dude. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And with the boss spaces to take a little break, that means we lighten up a dude. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep a good buzz on, on, on. It's just weed. It's just weed. In my toolbox, there's a bomb. Some people start their day off with a pill. It's what the doctor says to do. They shake their heads at natural medicine. Go ahead and try something new, new, new. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the good buzz on, on, on. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to smoke it all day long. Yeah. Big man, catch you riding high. Oh, we gonna lock you in a cage. No. If you wonder why he hates the dank, just look at how he's being paid. Well, don't lock up me, smoking weed. I ain't done nothing wrong, wrong.